It's crazy how many, like, how, like when you said that we should talk about this, it was funny to me because I thought about, I was like, damn, I'm surprised we haven't talked about this. Right. Because that's a big issue. We we did a call with Krebs and like the group, group of guys I coach with literally just on that because he noticed all of us doing it and we just talked about it the whole hour. And like, you think about it, like how much can that like screw up everything that you're even going after too, right? Like if you're just There's constantly, no right, right. Like, why are you doing it? Yeah. Like, most people can't answer that question. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? That's what that reminded me of when you said good. I used to love that movie, bro. Kale loves orange soda. I feel like I drank a lot of orange soda as a kid just because of that. Orange soda is so whack. God. I used to love like, no. really? You never, nope. orange and grape soda were the shit. Nope. Grape soda, like maybe a little bit, but. <laughs> Surge was good. I was big on pop. Pepsi blue. Like when I was a kid, I drank hella soda. Root beer is my favorite. But I don't, I just don't drink it, man. Like it, ah. it's the carbonation that gets me. Like that's why I still drink like sparkling oh, no. waters and diet pop today because yeah. I I think I just grew up drinking soda that I just love that shit. It's just too good, man. It's too good. Now. You know what I hate? It, it reminded me when I went. Chad, and now my now my chair's not doing it, but like when I scooted forward and made that noise. Have you ever noticed that Starbucks has the loudest chairs ever when they move them? You no. guys ever notice that? No. You guys don't really work at a Starbucks very often, though, do you? Nope. Yeah, I go there a lot to work. And, like, their, their chairs, when you scoot them on the floor, make that crunching noise worse than anywhere I've ever heard. And it, it's at every single Starbucks. It's the worst. Like, Yeah. And, like, <laughs> they're required, like, every 20 minutes or so to, like, go straighten up chairs and stuff. Because yeah. it's, like, customer service. So I'll be working, and then it's just, like, every so often, it's like, it's like, oh, my God, I hate it. It should just worse. pick up the chair then. I'm saying. Because then it kind of defeats the purpose of customer service. If you're just being annoying. Yeah, leave the chairs where they are. You're fucking disturbing me. Yeah. God. Leave me alone. What's your what's your uh, worst like fitness pet peeve? Like whether you go to a mm. gym or is there anything that pisses you off? Man, that's tough. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, hey, when they don't rack the weights, like, I, don't, I really don't give a shit about that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that doesn't bug me. Um, I think it depends. At our gym, I, I don't like when the weights aren't racked because... You like, got to put it back. Well, <laughs> when I go... Like, it's different, though. Like, if I go to train a client and there's 400 pounds yeah. on the deadlift bar, yeah. I'm like, fuck, this like, just delaying. Right. You know what right. I mean? But at a normal gym, I don't care about it as much. Um, What's yours? Do you know? I hate when people will take up like three, like let's say that, you know, they're at a bench, you know, they got like three things set up, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll be doing something else. And then I go to, let's take, for example, like a bench and I'm going to do bench press or whatever I'm going to do on that bench. And they're like, hold on, I'm I'm using that. Yeah. Uh, No, you're not. <laughs> so you're, you're on that one right now, but yeah. I'm going to work in with you. Right. Right. Like I hate when people are like, they try to like, you know, one and like at our gym, it's different too. Like, yo, are you using trap bar? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to jump in with you. Right. Cool. Right. 
but well i mean yeah we have like such limited equipment but like at like a big box gym yeah. and there's there's so much space like don't think I hate that when, you're just like, gonna take over a section of the gym the only big box gym Slap i really go face, to is <laughs> is la fitness in auburn and there excuse me there they only have two squat racks and that bugs me when somebody's using a squat rack for something you don't need to use a squat oh, rack for. Hell along. Like too. I hate saying like, oh, don't curl in a squat rack, but like there's guys that will do that. And like, and I get it. You want to do heavy, to yeah, and you want to <laughs> do heavy curls. Cool. There's pre weighted barbells. There's barbells right, on the right. bench press that you can take. You don't need the squat rack. Yeah. Like it's, I'm trying to overhead press or squat. Like get out of there. That'd be my only like real yeah. big pet peeve. The, the douchebaggery. Yeah, there's this one guy that was front squatting the other week, and he only he only had 95 pounds on there, which it. I mean, it's still, it's front squat, right? But I've seen him do this week after week, and he does, like, 20 sets of three with a super slow tempo, but he takes, like, three-minute breaks. And I was just like, bro, this is, like, you're in there forever. And then the guy next to him was squatting, like, 450, just huge dude. And I was like, okay, he needs time. Like, he's squatting like right. fuck. But I'm like, bro, you can easily do that with kettlebells yeah. or, like, a barbell that you can yeah. clean up real quick. Yeah. But that would be my pet peeve. What an idiot. Stupid asshole. All right, so today's topic, celebrate your wins. Uh, super important, and I think that this is a good um, mindset topic to, to go over with you guys just because I think that a lot, a lot of times we get caught up in what we're not or, you know, like where we want to be, and we, we don't feel like anything is, is good enough. Like there's, there's definitely like little successes that you can uh, – reflect on each day and the reason that I bring this up is because I had an interesting conversation I mentioned this guy uh in the last episode um that uh his his posture he's only trained with me for six weeks his posture's totally changed um and he's in significantly less pain he's been a plumber for uh decades and uh but it was hard for him to really he's like man like I really don't notice this difference even after he told me that he was like man like I feel like you know my chest is a little bit more proud like I'm walking more proud uh I'm not in in pain like I I usually am um each day it's like significantly less but then it came back to like but I don't notice you know like a real physical change right so and it's a good thing like I'm I took his picture like when he first came in because I like right when I looked at him I was like okay if this guy signs up and he works with me like I know that there's going to be huge change it might like you might not get six pack abs or you know some some cut up legs or whatever but like it's going to be a game changer for him Uh, I took another picture and then I compared it that night I sent it to him in the morning and he couldn't see it right and and this is the same picture that I showed you and I was like dude like you look like a turtle in the first one and now like you're you're Bro, completely you, you showed me and didn't even say a word in my I literally was like holy shit yeah right away dude. well and here's the thing too is like tell me that like from a muscular standpoint he's not going to activate build more strength and muscle mass which is going to in turn lose more body fat because of that posture right so sometimes you got to take a step back to take a step big step forward which is mm-hmm. essentially what he did so kudos to him but that's huge. Man. Yeah. So, and, and, and that's really, I feel like is, is important for every, because I've, I've been, in, uh, uh, I've been guilty of it too. It's like, man, like you, you want to move at a certain speed. You want, you want things, you know, now, or you want things fast. Like it, it doesn't always work that way. Right? right. Like even for the most like ripped jacked people, like there's always things that they're constantly beating themselves up about. So like, 
to me, it's almost like the push, like the push pull ratio, right? Like you should be pulling more than, than you're pushing for most people. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it's the same thing for celebrating your, like you should be like, yeah, you, you need constructive criticism in order to get better, but you should be celebrating your wins a lot more. Yeah. Well, so, and like, that's, I think, I don't remember how he worded it, but you, you can't have new growth if you don't appreciate your previous growth. Right. right? Like, and I think that's so huge. And that's why like, and Michael knows this, like in my two men's coaching groups, I have like in our private Facebook group, I make them post the victory of the day. Now the guys, the, the Manspiration one, there's a lot of guys in there. So not everybody's as consistent. My other group, I literally have like seven guys in there. And it's a requirement every single day to run positive focus and post your victory of the day. And it can be something very small, but you have to find some kind of win because you need to be constantly thinking about what went well. What obviously we can, like you said, critique and look at what didn't go so well. But I think like just focusing on the positive is so fucking huge. And it's one of those cliche things like, oh, just look at the bright side. Right, right. But it's like you need to do that like every day, right? Like, and you can't move forward. So, one issue that I've seen a lot of guys have um, that I've had significantly um, is like uh, the should effect, I guess right. you could call what it. What you should have. Yeah. Like, right. man, like I increased my income this much, but, you know, I could have done this or I should have done this. Right. Like if only I would have done this. And it's just like, no, like all that would, should, could, right. it's all bad. You're right? at where you're at because that's yeah. where you're supposed to be. Yeah. In and, that and, moment. and I completely ignored that huge victory. Right. Yep. And it's like. Doing a drill as far as like, okay, look at the last 90 days. What have you accomplished? Writing everything down. And and I did that and I was like, holy shit. Like I had a lot of big growth from even if you didn't hit my your goal. business, my bot. Well, yeah. And that's the thing is like some of the guys grew so much because we had to course correct. I actually ended up hitting my goals, which was good. But I also did a lot of things that I didn't plan on doing or right. they had bigger effects than I realized. Right. But before I did that, I was literally talking to my coach about how I should do X, Y, Z and how I could do more of X, Y, Z. And it's like, motherfucker, look what you just did. Like at day one, you did not think you could do any of that shit Mm -hmm. and you were in a better place because of it. Right. Right. You have bigger plans, which you're setting yourself up. It's like, but it goes in so many ways. And I think, I think I'm in my past, at least like I'm better about it now, but the worst was always for my body. It was always like, like I finally like got to this level of leanness or in the, in there's a catch at the end, like, or I finally lifted this much weight or everything, but I should do this because he has X, Y, Z. Right. And I think with your body, like so many people like focus on or, or make their goals focused on what somebody else already has or what somebody else has done. Right. And there were so many people I used to follow and look at. And I was like, man, I want to look like that guy. I want to like train like him. I want to be able to lift as much as he does. And I would get angry at myself because I couldn't and I should be able to when this dude has been lifting twice as long as me with no injuries, for instance. Mm-hmm. Right. So like and I think people got to remember that more than anything is that a lot of people that you look at training. The first time I had that lesson was when I was frustrated that like I was training with Luca and Hugh for like a full year and I didn't like look as jacked as them or right. as lean right. as them or as ripped as them. And I'm like, man, like my nutrition is more on point than you guys. Like, I've been lifting every day with <laughs> right, you guys. Right. And they're like, oh, yeah, how many years have you been doing that? I was like, well, I've been lifting for two years. And this is years ago. I've been lifting for like two and a half, three years with you guys for a year. Oh, okay. I've been lifting for 16. Yeah. Hugh's been doing this every day for the last seven. Yeah. So calm down. And I was yeah. like, fuck, I didn't even think about that. Right. Right. Now, four years later, it's like, oh, shit. Like, I'm starting to see the benefits of all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So. I mean, I could go on and on about that shit, but that's, I mean, that's consistency, right? Right. 
your mind blown, Michael. So like, I mean, let's go into tips or something. Cause I think like we can talk about how everybody does this in, in at least a little bit, right? Everybody kind of ignores their wins or, so I think the biggest thing is for me that has worked is, uh, one victory of the day. Like, I think that's huge. And if you don't have a accountability group, hire me, I'll give you, no, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> write it down in your gratitude journal or whatever. Like every, like I do a gratitude journal every day, but in that I also write my victory of the day from the previous day, because it can be as simple as reaching out to somebody for fun or like somebody did X, Y, Z for you, or you got a new lift PR, you made, got a new client, whatever it is, write out your victory of the day because you need to focus on something positive that happened in your day every single day, no matter what, because even when you have the shittiest day, something good happened. I will say that you know, like you said, just kidding, but there's like you, I, I definitely do think that you should hire somebody. Right. And that's because even if you were to like, let's say you reached out to a friend you're like, Hey man, like I need some accountability. This is what I'm doing. Like, you know, you mind just shoot me a text. Like you might have somebody in your circle who will do that for you, but some people just like, they're not naturally a coach. Yeah. Right. So they might not have the, the vested interest that, that you need. So if you hire somebody and I, and if you're like forking out your dough, like your hard earned money, I was just about to say, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot more that, that that's tied to it than just reaching out to a friend and saying, Hey, like, this is what I got going on. Like they might not even understand and be like, okay. Yeah. Well, and that's the the thing too, is like, I wrote about that the other day in a newsletter. It's like, you have to have skin in the game because Mm -hmm. if you're not making a sacrifice in order to, put up with that accountability or, or invest in that accountability. It's just not the same. Like one, you're not going to be as accountable to it. But when I see my card get, uh, charged for my coaching with Krebs, I'm like, fuck, yeah, I'm staying on my shit. Like this, all this core four stuff I do every day, all these business things I do every day. It's, I would not be nearly as consistent if I knew I wasn't paying so much to do it. Right. Um, obviously I get a lot more out of it just than just accountability because Mm -hmm. guidance and marketing, all those blah, blah, blah. But still like, I think that's huge in, it could be literally anything you could. I mean, there's, I think there's like stuff like weight watchers, for instance, there's groups like that, or even like private Facebook groups that you can pay for. That is strictly just a group for accountability. Right. I think that's huge. And that's been a game changer for a lot of my clients online is like having that group accountability because yep. dude, it's, it's huge. Um, so I do agree. Like I was joking about hiring me, but if, if it's not me, it's somebody else. Um, there was something else along those lines that I thought I was going to say too, besides the victory of the day. Oh, planning, uh, rewards. So for me, it was like, we started day 90 or day one for our 90 days. And it was like, what are you going to do for all your goals? And then how are you going to celebrate that if you hit your goals or if you're happy with the results you got? Cause like you said, like sometimes you don't always hit your 90 day outcomes cause they're not hundred percent clear. But if you are a better person at the end of it, what are you going to do to appreciate that and celebrate it? Right? So for me, it was like, okay, I had two things. One, I was like, this was before the night started. I was like, I'm going to get myself new tires for my Jeep because it's they're expensive as fuck. And I could buy them right now, but it probably would be smarter for me to set a goal and just in like work towards it. Right. Then when I hit that goal, I got the tires on my Jeep and it wasn't just, oh, I got new tires. It was like, man, like I feel good about this purchase. Right. The second thing for me was taking Shannon to Cannon Beach on that trip. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to take like a really relaxing trip out on the beach, like just chill. But then when you go do that, like instantly you're in your head, you're like, you I appreciate it a lot more. Yeah. I earned this yeah. shit. You know what I mean? And it was like made everything just so much better because if I would have never done that, I would have literally, and this is what I do every time. Like I set another goal before I even hit my goal. 
and I did it that time, right? Like, I'm like, okay, here's my goal for the 90 days. And as I saw that finish line coming, I was already like, okay, these next 90 days, I'm going to hit this, this, this. Right. But if I didn't have something to reward myself with, I would have just went right through that victory onto the next goal, mm-hmm. right? And then you just don't even appreciate what you just accomplished, yeah. right? And I, I used to do that all the time. And then you go through 90 days after 90 days after 90 days. And then you realize like, man, like, what have I accomplished? Because mm-hmm. I don't even stop to think about it or consider it, right? So... For me, victory of the day and, and setting up a specific reward for yourself is, is huge. And I recommend something like what I did, like going on a trip. Like whatever that, whatever that means for you, right. I guess. Right? Like some people are... And it doesn't need to be like a super elaborate, like yeah. fly to fucking New Zealand. But yeah. I mean, for me, I drove to the coast. Like it wasn't a super far distance. Yeah. Like the, the hotel was kind of ridiculously expensive, but it was more about just relaxing and just getting away and just chilling. You know what I mean? So I think that's huge. It's crazy how many, like, how, like when you said that we should talk about this, it was funny to me because I thought about, I was like, damn, I'm surprised we haven't talked about this. Right. Because that's a big issue. We we did a call with Krebs and like the gr- group of guys I coach with literally just on that because he noticed all of us doing it and we just talked about it the whole hour. And like, you think about it, like how much can that like screw up everything that you're even going after too, right? Like if you're just There's constantly, no significance. right, right. Like, why are you doing it? Yeah. Like most people can't answer that question. So even if, so obviously, you know, we've been tying this to fitness, right? This is a fitness podcast, fitness and mindset. So just stick to that for right now. Like if, if you're going to take away anything from this episode is why are you doing what you're doing as far as your fitness goes? Like, why are you training? Why are you training the way you're training? Right? Like what's the purpose and what's the, what's the end goal? And on top of that, like when you figure that out and you have a direct approach, then appreciate and and celebrate your win after every training session, right? Like reflect and be like, okay, like even if like you had one lift that you didn't like, right? And certain people, they will let that fester for days. And if you, if you really start to incorporate, and this is where you got to incorporate exercises and stuff that you really enjoy and that you get that mind muscle connection. Um, like, man, like you, you got to reflect on that and be like, man, this is what I did really well. Yeah. Here's what I can do better, but here's what I did extremely well. Right. And like soak it up. And I think that's like why, and I know we talked about last time, like you're, you're not big on writing or journaling, but mm-hmm. I think that's one of the best benefits of that because a lot of people can't stop and just think about what went well in their victory right. of the day it doesn't have as much significance, right? Like if you write down what that victory in like a lot of, I had a couple guys in my coach group like, why, why the fuck are we writing right. every single day? Like what, like one thing that went well. And I'm like, dude, just trust me. Yeah. Like <laughs> there it's, it's valuable. So I think writing it down would be the smartest way, but it literally could be anything. And, and just like he said, but, and that's kind of why, like, I'm not like, I think competitions are great, but having that as the sole goal of just getting on stage is, is never a long significant purpose like with a lot of meaning you know Mm -hmm. what i mean because right after that it's like oh well fuck what now like unless you're gonna go pro that's different right i want to get my pro card so for the next three years i'm gonna do show after show and work on this like i think that's different because you're in the industry you like that but and i don't want to shit on competition obviously because i've done one i've helped people get there but i always talk to them like what's your goal after this like what's the meaning behind this goal like why do you actually want to get on there right so i think that's huge I agree. I think uh, I think we should like leave this as a shorter episode and not do the bunch of questions. But I have one personality question for both of you guys. I okay. thought of this one today. Completely unrelated. Completely unrelated. But death row meal. What would your meal be? 
three courses. Three courses. You get last, so you get appetizer, entree, and dessert. Appetizer. You know how like death row you get bacon, last meal. bacon wrap dates. That'd be your appetizer. Um, yep. Uh, God, I always forget about those. They're so <laughs> good. Um, I never had them. Main course. Don't look at me like that. Then can't hate on them. Main course would be steak and lobster with uh, chopped Brussels sprouts and sweet and sweet potatoes. What kind of sweet potato? Like how is it roasted? Uh, Mash. Actually, no. I'd have to save the. I'd have to save the sweet potatoes. Um, why is that your dessert? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess I could have it because I I never get tired of it. No. Um, multiple so types. let's let's say let's say diced uh, roasted sweet potatoes with a little uh, salt, pepper, and nutmeg. Um, is that how you do it? That's how I do it. Um, and then for dessert, I would have cheesecake. And I would have so you get sweet one, potato. No, you get one dessert. No, it's, you can you, literally get whatever you want. You just want. murdered somebody. You're on death row. They don't give you yes, like. Yes, they do. No, they, they don't. They give you whatever you want. They don't just give you three courses and say, fuck you. You can't have. I mean, t- to be honest with you, I think they shouldn't give them shit. But <laughs> <laughs> if you're on death row, you should not get a good. Like well, man, I mean, okay, you're either anyway. you're about I, to get I, hung I, or back, electrocuted back question, or question. hit okay. by a fire. Kind of, what kind of cheesecake? You know? Uh, just put, like uh, classic cheesecake with like some strawberries on top. Yep. Okay. What kind? What's the sweet potato dish? So Steph makes this sweet potato casserole uh, thing. It's like a casserole, but it's kind of like with pie, like cinnamony. Oh, oh dude, God. I know exactly what you're talking Ooh. about. That shit is fire. Okay. This guy's hungry now. Man, I'm hella <laughs> hungry. I'm trying to get out of here. Let's wrap this shit up. Michael, what's your what's your meal? I feel like it, he doesn't know it's gonna be bland taunts. Sexy fries. Um, Get your own tots. Yeah, I'd have some tater tots. I'd have some. Come on, man, give me some enthusiasm. What? I'd have some tater tots. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, what's your meal? Appetizer. I'd have some tater tots. That's seriously your appetizer. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's like well, that's like a side. That would be side to whatever you eat. Maybe you don't. I mean, eat. You can have it as an appetizer if you want. You're on death row, man. So my <laughs> you don't got a lot of time. Okay, so so I'll get some bread clever. with butter. First bread Ooh, with butter. That's actually a good one. Garlic what butter. Kind of, what kind of bread? Uh, Is it cheesy bread? No, it'd just be some regular Italian bread. Okay. What's that brown? The brown kind of bread that they oh, do uh, at like Cheesecake a, Factory. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually, is that rye? No, that's not rye. That's good. Sugar though. bread. It's good. <laughs> and then uh, I would just have like steak and potatoes. Like roasted potatoes. Mashed. Okay. Mashed. Okay. I did uh, rosemary Let's make roasted work potatoes. I'm about to die. Mash that shit. <laughs> Dessert. Uh, Slurpee. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. No, I don't think I do dessert. <laughs> wow. Really? No. You're not a dessert guy. No, not so much. No. Damn, that was. Theo went in depth, bro. I mean, I'm not gonna do anything to where I get on death row or anything, but I think a lot about food. Yeah. I love food. Shit. I mean, I, yeah. Probably because I'm super hungry right I now. I eat too. a lot, so. Yeah. All right. So for appetizer, I'm going to go with, uh, man, I, I think you might have, I might take yours with the dates. Bacon wrap dates. The bacon wrap dates you are could add, so You could good. add uh, goat cheese or blue cheese to it, too. Ooh, you know, that's what I would do. Up. Yeah. Blue cheese. <laughs> I'm nice, man. Um. All right. Then I'm going to go for my meal. 
I would actually go with like a a blue cheese and bacon burger, just like a meaty, nice like organic grass fed like beef Kobe burger. Beef. Kobe beef, some thick slices of applewood bacon, um, some like blue cheese crumble. Uh, no vegetables on there whatsoever. <laughs> no tomato, no lettuce, none of that shit. Um, and like eight ketchup packs for sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I put a lot of ketchup on there for sure. Uh, my side, I would probably do, uh, I would do blasted or I would do this. Uh, I, not, I was going to say blasted broccoli, but I actually, I'm not, I'm going to do, uh, Shannon makes this shit on the stove top. It's like it's Brussels sprouts, bacon, onions, and mushrooms Ooh. all like caramelized together. That would be my side for sure. And then I would have sweet potato fries as well. Uh, so pretty much the same thing. You did the roast potatoes, but I just like them. I'd probably fries. put some psychedelic mushrooms in there just to start tripping. Enjoy my last <laughs> minutes. And then uh, for dessert, I'm gonna go with uh, pumpkin pie from Grandma. Pumpkin pie with, uh, she makes homemade whipped cream. Fire. See, I like pumpkin pie, but sweet potato, there's nothing that trumps. Man, on Easter, my grandma made uh, homemade cinnamon scones. And then she made an extra pumpkin pie just for me. It was dope. Like, I came back from the kitchen. Nobody even knew it was there. Like, I came back with, like, three slices, and they're all used. had, like, a little, like, a toothpick with a little flag in it that said Cody Joe on it. Yeah. Probably my grandma puts toothpicks on all of her cakes and everything. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like when you—that's how you tell if it's done or not. No, like she puts it in the dough, and if you get one, you have to kiss the cook. Oh, so like you're eating, and then you're like, "What the fuck?" And you like that's, pull out that's a tooth. Dangerous. It is dangerous, bro. But it's family tradition. Yeah, she you really wants a kiss. I had my <laughs> just flip a coin. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Kill your family. And then huh? people are like, they find them, and then they like stick them in the per- person next to them's cake, and then they got it too. Yeah, it's crazy. It's funny when you like friends will come over and they'll get a toothpick in their cake and they're like, "What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, you got to go kiss my grandma on the cheek." <laughs> I'm like, mm. "What?" Yeah. Mm. Boom. <laughs> if you love the Mind versus Muscle podcast, want more free content, and you want to support the movement, share this podcast and leave us a five star rating and review. To get your questions answered on the next episode, see the show notes for our social media handles and hashtag Mind versus Muscle.